Fred, how are you ever going to be a great teacher if you don't have patience? That question was posed to me way back in 1985 by Bob McNay, who was the football recruiting coordinator at The Ohio State University and I was his graduate assistant. Coach McNay and I were returning from lunch one day and he pulled out his big wad of keys to open our office door. And it was one of those doors where the lock kind of stuck and you had to hold the handle a certain way and jiggle the keys a certain way. And Coach McNay was having trouble opening the door and in my exuberance, I just jumped in and literally took the keys from his hand and said, I'll get this coach and proceeded to unlock our sticky door. And coach McNay said to me, Fred, how are you going to be a great teacher if you don't have patience? And I can hear that question ringing in my head like it was yesterday. Hello colleagues, and welcome to the assistant principal podcast. I'm your host, Frederick Buskey. I've been growing leaders and future leaders for over 30 years. Through my own experiences and through working with hundreds of other leaders, I've learned that school leadership is a journey that occurs in three phases. Urgent leaders spend their time completing tasks, but intentional leaders invest their time building systems. However, strategic leaders create time by growing people. In 2018, I founded Strategic Leadership Consulting to help make this journey more enjoyable for leaders like you. Through my daily email, monthly microjournal, online community, and my upcoming book, and of course this podcast, I keep you company on this journey and provide you with actionable ideas and tools to live and lead better today and tomorrow. Today, we're talking about an idea that I'm going to be pushing and emphasizing a lot throughout this year, and that is that we need to put people before purpose. I've always been a really big advocate of purpose-driven organizations, and if you've listened to any of my earlier work on the six dimensions of organizations, I talk about purpose as being the thing that drives the alignment of everything else. But in spending four days locked in a cabin last week or last month, finishing up my book, I just realized that this was not the right way to do it. So what do I actually mean by people before purpose and what goes into that and what does it look like? First, I think it means that we shape our leadership around supporting and growing people. Secondly, we recognize that building relationships is the foundational element of our work. Third, we approach issues from the perspective of how they impact people. When addressing problems, we seek to make things better for people. Fourth, we view people as individuals and we treat them as individuals. Fifth, we attend to helping grow people's knowledge, skills, and dispositions, and their health. Sixth, we create schools and school cultures that promote mental, physical, and social health of all members of the school community. Seventh, we take care of ourselves first. We attend to our own health, grow our own skills, 
our own knowledge and nurture our own dispositions. And we do that first because if we don't put growing ourselves first, it will come last, which means it won't come at all. And you'll be the same leader tomorrow that you are today. And the leader you are today is the same as you were yesterday. That's a bit of a simplistic view. Yes, you will grow from experience, but without being intentional and purposeful in your growth, you won't be able to fulfill your full leadership potential. Finally, when we put people before purpose, we reshape and create structures in our schools and we devote our resources in ways that prioritize support and development of people. And note that I said people before purpose, not people instead of purpose. I'm certainly not arguing that we should abandon the mission of our schools. What I am saying is that I think we will be more successful in achieving the missions in our schools if we focus first on the people in those schools. So how do we do that and why should we put people before purpose? The first thing is that as leaders, we have power over other people and that power creates an ethical obligation to care. Secondly, schools have multiple purposes and those purposes frequently become muddled and confused. Focusing on people brings clarity and a certain purity to what we're trying to achieve. Third, leaders' actions and decisions impact people. By keeping people in the forefront, we are more likely to make decisions and take actions that actually result in good outcomes. Fourth, helping others is more rewarding for us as leaders. And finally, people are the purpose. We're in schools, we're in the business of educating and growing young people. When we disentangle the purpose, when we focus on the purpose, we sometimes lose focus on the people. I mentioned just a minute ago that this is a bit of a shift in my thinking. It really relates to the way I view organizations. The six dimensions model put purpose, puts purpose at the pinnacle. So we have organizations that should be purpose-driven and then the people, the structures, and the resources in those organizations should be aligned to the purpose. That's what I've been advocating for the last three years. Early on while I was developing this model, I did play with the idea of putting people first, but just all my training and background in mission and purpose-driven organizations overwrote that. A big problem here is that the purpose in the school really isn't as clear as we pretend it to be. In fact, most schools have multiple purposes depending on the constituencies that we're talking about. And certainly right now with the intrusiveness of politics and the disruption of people driving social ideologies, that's even muddling the purpose more. As I've reflected more on a lifetime of learning and leading, it all points to the primacy of relationships. The truly enduring successes that I've had in my life have nothing to do with the programs that I've built. They have everything to do with the people I've touched. When I think about 
what I've really done well in this world. It all goes back to the people whose lives I've helped to support and help to grow. And in fact, when I think about my greatest failings, they're all linked to failings to care for and support individuals. The pandemic has also made it so obvious that it's impossible to separate people's lives from their work. I've also experienced firsthand myself and within my family, the contrast in having leaders who focused on on me as a person versus leaders who focused on the mission. This is especially true when we're in difficult times and the leaders who cared about me first had a lasting impact on my life and my work. Finally, over the past couple months, I've been reaching out and having conversations with a lot of the people that have been mentors to me and people that I just respect tremendously. And as I reflect on all of those conversations and the things that I've learned from those people who I respect the most, it all comes back to people. It all comes back to relationships and doing what we can to help serve others. I hope this argument makes perfect sense to you. I hope you're jumping up and down and clapping your hands and saying, yes, yes, we need to hear that. But I recognize that it could feel a little bit squishy as well. So let me just talk through a couple of examples of what I think it would look like to be leaders who put people before purpose. And the first one goes back to the story that I opened this podcast episode with, with Coach McNay telling me that if I wanted to be a great teacher, I had to be patient. There was nothing in the work that I did as a graduate assistant for football recruiting that required me to have the kind of patience that Coach McNay was talking about. But Coach McNay knew that I was in education in an education program, that I wanted to be a teacher and that I would want to be a great teacher. When he pointed out to me that I was going to need to be more patient to be a better teacher, he was doing that because he wanted me to be successful in my life, not during the time I was walking that journey with him, but the time I would be walking the journey without him. He offered that advice because he cared about me, because he put me before the purpose. My second example comes from a pretty traumatic time in my life when I moved from being at Western Carolina University to Clemson University. And my exit from WCU was under some pretty extreme negative circumstances. And so when I arrived at Clemson University, I was really damaged goods, probably more damaged and more in pain and disillusion than I even realized myself. And I was fortunate enough to have a department chair, Dr. Rob Knopel, who recognized how hurt I was. Again, I think he recognized it more clearly than I recognized it in my own, in myself. And I remember us walking over to a basketball game in the late fall 
And Rob said to me, Frederick, you need to give yourself grace. You're not whole. You're not who you were a year or two years ago. And you need to give yourself space and permission to be there and to figure that out and and to recover. Rob said that not because he wanted to drive me to higher levels of performance for the organization so that we could complete Clemson's mission. He said that to me because he cared about me and, and because he approached his job as a job of serving people and supporting people before purpose. And Rob's gift to me on that evening that we were walking to a basketball game was something that really did help me give myself grace and give myself the room to heal and to grow. And honestly, I don't even know that I'd be able to be doing the work that I'm doing here now today with you if I hadn't had a leader like Rob who put me first and helped me take care of me. Another example came up with my interview with Josh Stamper back in episode 71. Josh was an assistant principal at a large middle school in Texas, and he talked about in that episode how he went about establishing restorative practices in his middle school. And the thing that was really critical about that was that Josh's motivation for establishing restorative practices were not because he wanted a better school. It was because he was seeing that the practices that they were using for discipline weren't working for those kids. And he recognized that their discipline system was not helping to grow kids, was not helping them to be more successful. And so when he began working with teachers to incorporate restorative practices, it was because he was focused on the people, on the students, and also on the teachers who he knew were having a frustrating times in their classes working with some of these same students. And you can see in that example that people don't displace purpose. In fact, the purpose of the school is being served when students are able to conduct themselves in a more positive way, it's going to be easier to help them grow and learn. But when we come from the position of people first, I think it brings greater urgency and greater clarity. When we think about success and measures of success, we're really focused on the people as opposed to maybe the metrics of some kind of test score. And I'll close with this. I have about 10 people who I routinely hear from or who I reach out to. Many of them are former ed leadership students. I mentor them and I do it because they're awesome people. I respect them and I want to see them grow and be happy and successful. And as I approach my 60th year, I realize that they're the influence that I will leave behind. That in caring for them, I'm also caring for myself. We're educators. 
we're in the people business and I think it's absolutely fine. In fact, I think it's essential for us to begin to acknowledge, to practice and to preach that we need to put people before purpose because people are the purpose. Okay, colleagues, this brings us to the point of the episode where it's your turn to participate by making an intentional choice. If you do nothing with what we've just talked about, then you've spent the last 30 or so minutes being entertained, and that's fine. But if you choose to do something with what we've talked about, then you will have made an investment in your own leadership. If you already have a clear idea of how you can apply this idea of people before purpose, that's wonderful. If not, let me offer three possibilities. The first is to monitor how well you know the people that you're interacting with. As you go about this week with teachers, parents, students, be really aware of what you know about those people and what you don't. What motivates them? What skills do they have? What are their superpowers? What are the barriers that they're facing? And what are the things that hold them back? And just imagine if you knew the answers to all of these questions for each of the people that you work with, how would that transform your work? One, your ability to serve and make a difference with them, but also how much more rewarding would your work be? The second thing you can do is to just forward the show link to a colleague and say, hey, listen to this episode, this idea about people before purpose. I think this is interesting and I'd love to have a conversation with you about it and just share this link. The third thing you can do is identify one big takeaway or question, or maybe you want to push back on this, identify one of those things and just share it with me. You can share written or you can just pick up your phone and do an audio recording or a video message and then just email it to me at frederick at frederickbuskey.com. I hope you'll choose to do one of these things and really make listening to this podcast more than just entertainment. Make it something that serves your own leadership. Thank you for including me on your leadership journey today. Remember that you can walk more with me by subscribing to my daily leadership email and Quadrant 2, my monthly micro journal. And if that isn't enough, we can walk further together in Apex, my virtual paid community for assistant principals. Apex helps you network with other APs and participate in group coaching with me. You can learn more about Apex and my other offerings at my website at frederickbuskey.com. I look forward to seeing you again on Friday when we recap this week's daily emails. I'm Frederick Buskey, and thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Assistant Principal Podcast. Remember to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Cheers.